They came from the dark, like a cruel echo from the past. Crazed creatures once again began to hound the dwarven denizens of Gondelgrim. But this time, the situation was more demonic in nature. From Dwergar traders, we heard stories of adventurers who escaped from the shackles of the drow, encountered several demon lords, defended the deep gnome city of Blingdenstone, and survived to tell the tale. It is in this moment of desperation that I, King Brunor, Battlehammer of the Dwarves of Gauntlegrim, reach out to these special individuals who have braved the demonically tainted Underdark once before. Rastos, the raging Minotaur Barbarian, wielder of flame. Jin, the Wood Elf Assassin, whom they call Laughing Death. Sir Loren, the Dwarven Cleric, bringer of moonlight. And Drew, the Drowish Ranger, or he who will not be seen, though there are troubling rumors that connect him directly to the demons. It is into these hands, known collectively as the Howling Dark, that I thrust my hopes that this invasion can be withstood, nay thwarted. Only they can lead a last excursion to send these unholy beings back into the abyss. So just to jump ahead a little bit, you all wake up and you are summoned to King Brunor's special brunch place, which is a tiny room in uh, the King's Palace of Gontelgrim. So you are taken to the side chamber on the, that is built into the rock walls um, of the sort of elaborate palace. I, I struggle to call it a palace because it doesn't really go necessarily upward against like built into the side of the walls of this whole chamber um, that you all have been in for a while known as Gontelgrim. Um, and as you enter in, he offers you obviously food. You have eggs of sources you might not really understand. Sir Lorne, you're probably used to a lot of these, by the way, um, being eggs from the Underdark. Yeah, eggs is eggs, except these are also probably going to be from um, large lizards uh, that are from the Underdark. Um, there is classic bacon from up above that you had experienced in Blingdon Stone once before. Um, there are turnips. There are beets. There are root vegetables that are roasted. Delicious little libations given to you as well. Um, is at this time that King Brunor is going to tell you once again, the Zentarum have a stake in a secret Underdark trading post called Metrodert. We've talked about it before. I cannot emphasize the importance of knowing the location of this place. If you can get them on our side, they'll guide you there where you can meet with one of their agents, once again, I mentioned, Gazram Dulok. It's a legendary place built by the stone giants long ago. Said to contain 
the knowledge of the depths. If there's answers to be found for what has happened, you might find them there, in Mantle Dares, or the library known as Graven Hollow. While this is happening, I'm rubbing Farkas's shoulders and whispering in his ear, You got this. We're gonna need you here, man. As I'm slowly massaging his little shoulders, trying to loosen him up for meeting all these people. This is assuming that you all are willing to go back into the Underdark. Some of you I made a deal with yesterday. The rest of you. What is it that you ask of me? For me asking for you to head back down to the Underdark and Caliban for the first time. Um, well, I'm sure it will come out, but wizards crave power, and power is gained through magical knowledge. My aim going down is to gain magical knowledge, and if a reward were to contain that as well, I would be well suited to accept it. I, no offense to you or your city, but property here does not quite interest me. Magical items fit for a spellcaster would be very agreeable, but I gained an, I yearn to gain magical knowledge and ability. I, I understand. I have allies that can help me find something that might be suitable for such a request. Juniper. Yes. Anything you request of me? We would like anything that can help us get our jobs done. Wealth and money. Maybe some property elsewhere, not here, that we could live quietly and peacefully so that we do not have to work anymore. Aye. I will look into that as well. I'm sorry, I cannot guarantee it right now, but... Look into it, I will. And Rastos. I bend down real quickly and I look at Farkas. I go, wait, wait one second. Farkas, city, country, or nothing. It's your call, Mr. Rastos. I'll follow you wherever you want to go. Traveling, though. That's what we should keep doing, right? Traveling it is. I like to see things. Just enough gold so my friend and I can travel to the end of our days. Aye. And Rastos, gold will buy you more freedom than you can ever imagine. Then uh, just enough. And I will shower you in with more gold than you have ever seen. Uh, Vargas, if we have this much gold, do we hold on to it all? Do we need to put it somewhere? What... What, what will we do? Do I carry it all? I, I don't know, Miss Rossos. Is it not much of a... I'm an archaeologist and a, a songwriter. I have saw banks in this city, so... Could you get me a... A bank for the money, then? Perhaps, Mr. King? I. You could have a... 
a bank account in Gothelgrim. Ah, that seems a fine treasure for this. So what say you? Are you ready to meet the factions? Yes, sir. Should we bring our weapons in or leave them at the door? You are uh, all esteemed members of uh, the Howling Dark. We've invited you here, assuming that you do good. We will not remove anything from you. All right. Well, it's the second time I've said it in so many days. Ready? No. I don't know, but prepared? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, so some time passes. You all have a light brunch, and eventually you are brought into um, what is known as Moradin's throne room. Moradin, Sir Lauren in particular, rings a bell with you because that is actually the Dwarven God. Now, the lore behind this, and I'm saying this to Sir Lauren in particular, is that Moradin blessed this throne to serve whoever is the Dwarven King at the time. Uh, king or Queen. But as of now, it's King Brunor Battlehammer. I know you worship a different god. Nonetheless, Moradin is a presence in Dwarven communities and lore. Um, how you feel about them is up to you. That's totally up to you. But just so you know, you are in the presence of like a sacrosanct sort of relic gotcha. going on. As you all approach this throne room, it is a large circular area and everything else you've seen so far in Gauntlet has been rather drab. However, this is golden. Everything here is fucking golden. And it is a circular room, half of which is going to be occupied by uh, tables that are sort of in a semicircle. And then near the far side of the room, or not near the far side, on the far side of the room is going to be another sort of semicircle table. So you have three different semicircle tables, people sitting on each side of each semicircle table, and you all are sitting next to King Bruno Battlehammer. You are the esteemed guests, and as you march in, you are sort of looked upon by all of these famous people from the north slash from the above world as you all are brought in and announced one by one they say Juniper known as Laughing Death (laughs) applause goes crazy for Jin slash Juniper they kind of mess up your introduction uh, a little bit. Side eye, whoever fuck is introducing me very hard. <laughs> they, they whisper, sorry. The Dwergar, Sir Lauren, bringer of moonlight. Brought into the table as well. The raging Minotaur, Rastos, wielder of flame, and his singing friend, Fargus. And 
Caliban. Caliban, what do you want to be called? Quick. Yes, Caliban. Yes. Do you have a title? <laughs> no. Yes. Caliban, reader of books. Yes. <laughs> the last one coming in is the... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Slight wave. Anika sits at another table not far off. Um with Fargus as you all take the main table along with King Brunor. And it is a bountiful feast. Um, there is food and merriment to be had. Um, and you all can kind of observe around what you're looking at, but there are a lot of people in this room right now. I think it's a lot to take in as there are. You know, this is not like the Underdark. I'm not sure if you all have seen this sort of like royal sort of celebration going on for a while. Um, anything that you all want to do right now? Cal- Caliban, uh, I think Farkas should sit between us. Uh, we need him here. Yes, any seating arrangement is fine. Um, Bruno mentioned the Zentarum as the lead. How do you all plan to attack that? I understand you've all been where I have not, so... I take a secondary role in your decision-making, but it does seem like the Zentarum are the number one target. I don't know. Uh, this is my first of hearing all these people. Uh, are they Juniper? Do you know much about them? Zintar. Yes. The rest of them. Any of them. Decently enough. We will approach them truthfully and with our honest beliefs and what we have seen. If this entire need something from us, we, as in me, will offer our services to them. All right. Yeah, but I had to do that. Anything to get what I want back from the Underdark. Understood. And Saloran, do you have thoughts on how to Achieve the goal, Bruno asked. Yes. I know you both have seen the Neverlight Grove creations. I think talking to the Druids would be a, a boon, especially with the evidence I have. Whereas, you know, words are one thing. This is, you know, actual drawings. I marked down what I saw in the caves on my way to Menza Baranza. It is necessary that the Druids know this, for I think it will spurn a fire in their step. At a certain point during the brunch, while you are discussing, King Bruner is going to kind of bring you over, and he's going to have uh, a ceremonial drink with you all, which is uh, basically a tomato juice liqueur, um, the traditional Gontelgrim drink. Just love teachers book. Do they have salt? Uh huh. Instead of Bloody Mary. Yep. I put more salt in mine. <laughs> uh, Hammer it with pepper. But as he's, as he's describing this, uh, he's giving you all these drinks, and you're putting pepper and whatever you want in your Bloody Mary shot. Um, he's gonna say, "Listen closely. The Harpers. They are a faction that really looks for information, especially in terms of the magical kind." Their leader, well, not their leader, but the representative is Lord Zalaron Roaring Horn. He's an old wizard. All he brought here was a shield guardian. We've got the Order of the Gauntlet. Sir, 
Lanaver Strail. He's an old fighter, maybe a paladin. Don't really know much about him, but I know I've seen a lot of shit in his day. They are fighters and they fight for good and good only. Got the Emerald Enclave, Marista Malkin. She's actually a personal advisor of mine. She splits her time between representing her people, the dwarven folk of Guantelgrim, as well as representing what she believes of, of nature. We got the Lord's Alliance, Lord Erevine Hond. Now, Erevine Hond, good luck with that dandy. Uh, he's charming, he's sly, and he, uh, he's not much one for business that doesn't really involve him or anyone who's not in Waterdeep. The most lordish type of water daving you can imagine. And then you got the big fish, the Zentarum, Davra Jasser. Davra Jasser is the one you really should get into. She is a known assassin. The fact she sent her as a representative is honestly a bit disturbing. See if you all can handle that one. We would love to make a deal with her, but I'll be honest with you. Me and the Zentarum haven't gotten along so well, so. Best of luck to you. Now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have dinner and I'm gonna ask one of you to tell your exploits to the entire crowd. After that, it's up to you to individually go mingle with each one of those parties and see what they can provide for us before you go back into the Underdark. We need their assistance. We're thin here in Galtagrim. Real thin. You're our best hope. Thank you, King Brunor, for this opportunity. No, thank you. Uh, well, we are thin as well. Our numbers have dwindled in our travels, but... We appreciate it. Juniper, how much do you remember from before your forest times? To be honest, actually most of it. Yes. Here and there, the traveling and the details get uh, a bit sketchy, especially uh, the caves. But the major plot points and beats of what we did, I think that we have it primarily covered, unless you would like to talk about it. I'm just curious, uh, a name change and all this. Uh, I just want to make sure we you remember all the important things that happened. We had been paying attention from the back for a long time. I don't know what that means, but uh, okay. A bit like backseat driving, but the driver doesn't listen. Again, I, I don't understand what you're talking about, but okay. I'm not going to explain it to you right now. Sure. Maybe later. Yes. Abril. Oh. <laughs> yes, Druk. Uh, we can keep it going. Uh, maybe Farkas could play a little ditty on his uh, his little guitar or something. Do you want him to give a performance first, or do you want me to tell the story? Of I what think happened? you tell the story. 
Maybe in silence is better. Are you comfortable with it? If you are not, I'll take over. I don't care. I just know my words aren't the best. I'll take care of it, Rastos. All right. Just to chime in when you need to. No, only one can tell the story. You can whisper at me. Do you know how to talk quietly? I think I mostly talk quietly. All right, I'll take over. Don't worry about the Rastos. All right. We have got this. I must be quiet, or as they say, teeth, huh? I wish no one would have ever taught you anything. <laughs> Bruno. Aye. You ready to get this show on the road? The sooner the better. Are you ready to take the stage? Juniper. But to make like my thoughts for one second. Aye. So, after you gather yourself, Jin, uh, King Brunner sort of gestures over to one of his uh, lieges and they, uh, not lieges, one of his servants, and they play a little, little trumpet sound to get everyone's attention. And they're going to say, here to represent the Howling Dark is Jin. To explain what they've been through and to lay the groundwork for that which I've invited all of you here for. Please listen closely to their words. Who is clapping? Stop. This is no cause to celebrate. We are the Helling Dark, and this is Juniper. We met in a prison in Vilkenville. We escaped through deception and thievery, but that alone was not enough. The entire outpost was onset by demons, large insectoid creatures, ones that looked like vultures, but bigger than your buildings on the top. Only through sheer luck could all of us survive. The things that the Helling Dark has seen, even after losing many members, far too myriad to really explain to you all. But let me tell you a few of them. After leaving Velkenvilve, the prison of the Drow, we head through the tunnels. We head, for a while, seemed safe pursued by one Ilvara Mizram, but had lost her trail for quite a time, only to find the dark lake, the large body of water beneath us. We had been offered assistance by these strange fish people known as the Kuatoa. We eventually made our way to their own encampment, who would not really call it a town. We would call it the what did they call it? Sloop le dupe? They had been worshipping some strange entity, which eventually emerged from the dark lake near there. I do not wish to repeat its name here, but it had two heads. Its war would shatter your mind, and its 
arms made of tentacles could ground buildings into dust in an instant. Again, we somehow managed to survive and escape. We fled for our lives. Our minds have been shattered and rebuilt and shattered again. Eventually we came across an encampment more like this one was a city. I believe it was called Grekelstug. Ran by a large red dragon named Timber Shard and a Durgar king. I won't go into the details here, but it no longer exists. It is under the control of another demon now. We again barely managed to escape. We spent long times in the tunnels, trying to rack our brains and consolidate our thoughts. It was very harrowing and very hard. Eventually we made our way through a cave-in, a temple, and somehow we still, the Howling Dark has survived. We have always survived. When we finally found ourselves at the gnomish town of Blingdenstone, I believe those little ones called themselves Norfeblin, it was a even more difficult experience. Some kind of oozes had been coming up from the ground, berating their city. We were still being pursued by a large contingent of drow led by the same Ilvaro that had originally imprisoned us. We managed to free most of the city, unite them, and still many lives were lost. When we, the Howling Dark, had finally crested the surface, my eyes hurt, our eyes hurt, everything is painful. But I will tell you now, if you do not unite against what is happening below, it will surely rise above. And it will cause all of you very much pain, discomfort, insanity. We have lost our friends. And you will lose yours. So please, help us. Steal your minds. Forge your blades. And help us venture down to destroy what seeks to destroy what's above. Fargus is going to stand up first. Oh, I'm sorry, Rostos. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just going to clap. Fargus is going to stand up and start clapping. (laughs) The room stands up and applause. Maybe they don't really understand the severity of the speech, but the color and the delivery of it really speaks to them. And, um, you know, they, they, they really, 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 uh, are, are paying attention to what you're doing. Um, that being said, this is the time where cocktail hour starts. Uh, they start serving their, uh, Bloody Mary drinks to everyone. And you all are free to meet with the factions that you want to. Because of Elliot's speech slash Juniper's speech... I'm going to adjust my checks. I'm gonna lower them by a little bit. I don't wanna go too far into detail there, but Elliot, know that you've had effect on 
Well done, Elliot. Well yeah, done. Very, very well, good. Well, you're a very good player. Know <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you've had an effect on it. So let's start. I'm just going to go in order. Uh, listeners, just so you know, I gave a packet to each player uh, about each um, faction. They're well-known uh, Faerun, Forgotten Realm factions. So, you know, if you're familiar with the setting, you know, they're there. And it's easily known, but at the same time, I just wanted to give like a summary for each of them. So I gave a little bit of one, but I also gave a little more detail to each of the the players. So can we just go in order? Who wants to speak to the Harpers? Caliban. Caliban wants to speak to Lord Zellerone uh, Roaringhorn, right? Yes. Okay. So you approach up this guy who is a, a graying human wizard, and behind him is this giant... Shield automaton, right? And he says, oh, "Hello there. Are you a member of the Howling Dark?" <coughs> oh no. Um, a member, n- not quite. Uh, I'm new. Uh, maybe a trainee, but hopefully soon. But I do travel with them. Yes. Oh, that's lovely. I understand you. Represent the Harpers. That I do! Yes. I understand you are a wizard. I am. As am I. That's lovely. Wow. Tell me about your friend here. Oh, my friend? Yes. This is Boris. Boris. Excellent. Do you control him, or did oh, you make yes, him? Oh, yes, this medallion right here controls everything. Did For you, him. Did you crack? Not literally everything, not the whole world. Right. Not like all yes. of existence. Yes, of course. It's not like this is like the lodestar, or right. like the cornerstone of the yeah. entire universe. That would be insane. I was wearing around my neck. <laughs> did, uh, did you craft him yourself? Oh, no. Just, you just control him with right. your emblem, yes. It took many wizards of the Harpers to create him. So, speaking frankly, what's mm-hmm. your organization's investment level in this in, in incursion? The Harpers believe in balance. We believe that there should always be an appropriate amount of nature and civilization. And it seems... Based on what your colleague Juniper said, that nature is encroaching a bit more. <laughs> but I am invested in your cause if you could prove to me your intelligence in a game of chess. Of course. Please have a seat. Uh, the, um,. Automaton is going to fold over into a table, and out of its back pops out these little chess pieces that represent. I mean, they are, it is chess, you know, it has like the black and white tiles, but all the different pieces are like. So, for example, the the knights are owl bears, uh, the rooks are purple worms, the bishops are uh, um, mind flayers, you know, so on and so forth. <laughs> Uh, maybe the frontline uh, pawns are drow, you know. Um, 
and he's going to ask you to play him in the best of three games. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna roll int checks, okay? You can add your int plus your proficiency, okay? Mm -hmm. And yes. I'm also going to roll, and we're gonna roll three rolls, okay? And just let me know what you get. Uh, what's your first roll? 15. Okay, so the first game goes to Zelron. You made some clever moves. He's seen them before. Um, and he kind of outplay. He let you play it out a little bit, and then he eventually kind of caught you, and you're like, ah, shit, like, that. He's good at this game, right? Go ahead and roll your next roll. 16. Okay, he rolled a 28. Yes. <laughs> Second game, he doesn't hold back. He sees that you have some moves, and he just goes full out moving pieces in ways that you, he kind of baits you into making bad moves and then kind of calls you out on him. Last game, he's kind of laughing at you at this point. <laughs> 21. He got a crit one, which is a 10. So last game, he goes at you and you surprise him. And he stops, he says, haven't lost in 50 years. Impressive. Tell me, what is it that you wish to gain? I don't mean to make a short story long, but I'm from Phandalin, and I'm a court wizard there. A peasant's town? Yes, but a lot of adventurers, especially lately in the last few years, and sometimes I would travel with them for a 10 day or so. And then I met the Minotaur that travels with the Howling Dark. The first day of research, after I met him and what he told me, something happened. It wasn't a premonition or a memory or a foresight. It was something I can't describe, but it was madness. There are powerful things at work in the Underdark. Things like demon lords. And those lords are not acting on their own accord. They are tethered by magic more powerful than I know. And you are a mage and I am a mage. There are no lies between us. Every wizard craves power, mostly through magical knowledge. This is the greatest knowledge I have ever heard of. You speak in truths, caustic truths. Here. He'll take off his medallion and he'll put it over your neck. Take Boris with uh -uh. you. Oh, so Are you have gained guardian? the ability of a shield guardian. I'll send you the stats. Oh, it's not. Crazy. Don't look up the normal stats oh, because it's going to be different. Treat him well. Although if he dies, it's fine. I can make another. He's kind of an asshole. Oh. Lord Zalron, you are most gracious and wise. I hope 
that I live through this and you may teach me something someday. You put on the amulet, you put it over your neck, and when Boris is walking over to your side, he shrinks down about two feet. And so he's smaller. Well, you know, lesser intelligence means lesser of an automaton. Like I said, hopefully I can learn from you. Well, be seeing ya. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. You have the support of the Harpers. Fuck! What the fuck? Oh, shit. Hey, yo, hey, that's good, though. Order of the Gauntlet. Uh, Who walks over to Sir Lanaver Strail? Before I walk over, I lean over to Farkas. I'm like, Farkas, I might need your help here. Also, what do you know about the Order of the Gauntlet? Heard anything? Fargus is had too many uh, of the uh, tomato-laced uh, alcoholic drinks, and he is a little bit... I need to sit this one out. All right, but real quick, I put my hand on his, on his shoulder. I need you to tell me what you know about them. They like good, and they don't like evil. All right, that's all I need to know. <laughs> I'll, I'll start, uh, I'll look around and I'll first, if someone's carrying a tray of drinks, I'll grab, grab one. So I have one in my hand and I approach walking forward. Uh-huh. You walk up to Sir Lanaver Strail, who is an older human knight, um, who is wearing, he's still wearing his plate armor and he has some fur around his uh, neck. Um, he has scars on his face, but longer black and gray hair, or brown and gray hair. Um, you can tell he's been in many battles from the scars on his face. He has uh, a larger group of people sitting behind him, like a, a, a group of knights sitting behind him as well. Like a separate, um, like a kid's table? No, just okay. behind him. Okay. They're not sitting at a folding table or anything. They're knights. They <laughs> have so respect. they're sitting behind him. I'm just like, I'm Why picturing Why a kid's it. table then? They're just, they're uh, knights. I thought it was really cute. Okay, fine. Grown ass knight sitting at a fucking Definitely not table. doing that. Uh, okay, we're so. in Grim. Come on. I don't know. So he's sitting in a chair and these other dudes are in and chairs And that's what you assume? Him. That they're sitting at a kid's table? Well, when you say they're sitting behind him. Come on, it's cute. It's a table behind him. It's a normal table. Kid's table. Normal. Kid's table. Normal okay. table. Yeah. Um, and he greets you as you approach and he, he says, uh, uh, Sir Rostos, uh, I hear a lot about your exploits down there. You have a... Is it all good, sort of, I hope? Heard you dealt with some evil. Oh, yes. I've been trying to search the surface for help in destroying evil. Uh, my friend over there has been traveling with me as I point to Farkas. Farkas gives doing? you the thumbs up as his head down on the table. Him? Uh, he's seen much... Uh, much evil. Uh, you should see the scars on his face from what he's endured. I heard. You did. Uh, well, uh, King Brunor knows more than he's letting on. Interesting. I was wondering how he knew so much even about what was going on in the Underdark. Well, Rostos, let me do you a favor. You ain't heard about the exploits of King Brunor. I honestly haven't heard the exploits of much. Uh, to be honest, I was asking my traveling 
my companion what he knew about you and your cause, for I searched far and wide for knights, paladins, clerics, and I only met a few. I met uh, the friars, but they didn't seem honestly very serious. <laughs> Bunch of fuck-ups, right? Not taking their shit seriously. No, when I came to the meeting, they were rolling on the floor drunk and drunk, laughing. drinking, singing, being little pieces of shit. I canceled the meeting in front of their face when See, I saw that. I knew I liked you when I saw you, Rostos. You look Listen. like you've seen a fight or two. Uh, I like that fur on your, on your uh, shoulders there. Appreciate that, Rostos. Let me explain something to you. Sure. You understand how much of an honor it is to be sitting at the same table as King Brunor Battlehammer. Yes. That was a question. Yes, yes, I, I do. And if and you don't, I hope you do assume that you are sitting amongst greatness. You know he died once before. You don't say. He was brought back. That's uh, interesting. I had a friend die and I'm sort of wondering if I can bring them back. Well, do yourself a favor and don't ask King Battlehammer about that because that's not a fun ordeal for him to talk about. Uh, Rostos, what's your opinion of your party? Are you good? Are you neutral? Or are you evil? His, his eyes kind of narrow when he says evil. Uh, Sir Lanover Strahl. We deplore evil. We try to destroy it at every moment. We've saved many people. Safety and the well-being is all we want. But sometimes there was some bad stuff that we saw or had to endure. But we are good and we only want the best. We want the world to keep going, people to keep moving. But we want, I want to rid the underdark of the evil that could ruin this entire world. This beautiful place I've barely gotten to see. Rostos, you have true good in your heart. I can tell that you're tainted by what you've seen, but trust me. And he kind of like pulls down his collar a little bit and you see a horrible black scar that seems to be throbbing with like black energy. Evil corrupts when you approach it. Beware when you're hunting monsters, Rostos, lest you become one yourself. Oh, of course. Uh, I mean, I think I might be a monster. I don't know. I've never, I haven't seen anyone that looks like me since. Rostos, I've seen some monsters in my day, and you ain't one. Uh, well, that was a question I dealt with in the Underdark for quite some time, but thank you. Well, like I said, something sort of changed the way you think when you approach them. Listen, I like the cut of your jib. I'll give you five of my veterans behind me right now. Yeah. At your command, Rostos. Tell you what, you name a weapon of your type, I'll give you a plus one weapon of your <laughs> choice. 
Oh boy. You think about that, but you got to order the gauntlet behind you. You got a rope that's plus one? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I use a lot of rope. Why don't you stuff. why don't you think rope, about that? Why don't you think about that? We'll come back to you <laughs> rather than a plus one rope. Oh my god. Alright, we'll move on. Sick. Emerald Enclave, anyone talking to them? That is me. Emerald Enclave. Uh, so the Emerald Enclave is represented by Marista Malkin, who is a younger dwarf female scout. Um, she is uh, an advisor to King Brunor. Would I know her? Let's roll for it. Let's roll. What do you think, Jesse? History? Yeah, I guess history. Let's go for it. As a fifteen. Personally, no. By reputation, yes. Okay. Cool. You would know that she is a uh, advisor to King Bruno, and that she is uh, heavily involved in the Emerald Enclave, and that she would also know you and your exploits going from above ground to lower ground. So I will lower this check as well. All right, then I'll approach her and speak exclusively in Dwarvish. Hello there. <clears throat> Greetings. Pleasure Gre- to make an acquaintance with you personally. About time we met. I've heard a lot about you. I've heard a lot about you as well. That's quite nice. Now I know that you're involved with the Emerald Enclave, and I know what you are all about. What is it we're all about, according to you? Well, you know, the focusing on the natural world more than the foolish conflicts that most of our peoples face with each other. Right. Neutrality and such. However, there is something I want to bring to your attention. This is why I'm explicitly speaking to you. Because I do not know what to make of it, and I need greater expertise. And this is something that seems pertinent to you. I know that you have knowledge of Neverlight Grove. Do you know what has happened there? I've heard rumors, but it's kind of hard with Neverlight Grove. We're not quite like those people. Yes. Well, to start, Nebulite Grove has been split into two sovereigns, Philo and Basidia. What has happened there is that half of them are worshipping the demon lord Zuckmoin, the great lady cedar of the Myconid. Igmorgus, the tower in which she is housed, is a structure that is beyond belief of any knowledge I've ever had about what the Myconids have ever done. As you know, Oromikos is large, very large, covers most of the Underdark, you know? For that to fall would cause untold horrors to both above and below ground, and is also a corruption of the natural order itself. Salon, I understand what you say, but I'm curious. You're from the Underdark, yeah? Yes. What do you feel when you see the Underdark? Even though I can't see anymore, it will always be my home. What do you feel when you're amongst the natural orientations of the Underdark? I can feel the stone all around me. This is what I'm meant for and what I was bred from. From the heat of the fires in Gracosta, 
is what I am forged from. And when you travel above to the north, to the sword coast of Faerun, what do you feel? What do you see? Remorse. Remorse in that some of us were cast aside. And though that hatred burns deep still, there's a chance at mending it now. Same with the drow. Same with the other denizens in the Underdark. Uh, roll a perception check with disadvantage. Wait, no, persuasion. Oh, persuasion. Did I say perception? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Be 12. Uh, 12, okay. Sirloin, I respect your point of view, but realize that the Emerald Enclave, we're in a different place than where you are. We understand where your heart is, just realize our heart is not there. Your heart does not have to be here in the Underdark. Granted, it should because it's still part of the world. My heart is anywhere where nature grows and thrives. Even if that nature is not of normal nature, but rather of demonic nature. Where you've seen drow heads split open and mushrooms sprout out and they become living beings that worship a demon rather than, say, the natural order. Sir Lord. I protect the natural balance of things. And so be it. It should not be you I should be talking to, but rather the representatives of Neverlight Grove that has escaped. No hard feelings. Understood. Moving along. The Lord's Alliance. Anyone talking to the Lord's Alliance? I believe there was only four of us and five factions, and this is the one we left unattended. Someone can double dip, or we can move on to the Zentarum if you want to, if that sounds better. And maybe circle back if if we can. Yeah. If we want to. Let Jin talk first, and then we can do Lord's Alliance. Juniper, do you want to do Lord's Alliance, or do you want to do Zentarum? I want to do the Zentarum. All right. Zentarum, also looking up the pronunciation, is supposed to be Zahentarim, like, which... We're going to go ahead and say it. There's the, multiple ways to pronounce, pronounce his name. It's a hentire. No yeah, yeah. Zahentarim. 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 Yeah, we're fine with whatever. There's different just, ways to I, pronounce When you said that, I looked at it on the paper, too, and I was like, it's... Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah. for people that remember Greg at even the comic book store, everyone called him Zahentarim there, so... I think that's just what a lot of people. Assume. Yeah, no, it's fine. That, that I'm, I'm saying that's totally, totally fine. We'll say that's the Waterdavian pronunciation of okay. it, which has thus become the more accepted pronunciation of it. Um, so Juniper, Caliban's going to pay particular attention to this conversation. If you want to move closer to it, uh, why no, don't just you go, incite, just incite. Sure. Not why don't you go listen. ahead and roll a perception check just to see what you hear and uh, observe? And from, again. He just wants to be in, in sight, but sure. uh, the perception will be a 16. Perfect. Okay. So we're going to say that you're going to probably hear most of this conversation. Uh, maybe not notice some of the smaller mm-hmm. details that might come about it. Um, so Juniper slash Jen transitioning into Juniper just in terms of the names, just so people aren't confused. He is. Um, you approach a, uh, a thin female figure uh, wearing black leather with a black cloak behind her and she has clearly what would be what we would call a fucking gun 
on her chest, and uh, she has two curved short swords um, sort of put into her sheaths, and she's accompanied by the most amount of people here, eight other clearly armed individuals who are wearing scarves as masks, completely wrapped up. All you can see is their eyes. Um, they look not good. You're talking to Zentarum. They're 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 evil. I'm sorry to say that. Do, do they look like sort of the good bad guys from the Mummy movies? You just made a Mummy reference on the episode I just edited today too. Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean the uh, the guys who ride the the, the horses? horses? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like something sick. like that. Yeah, very Middle Eastern in in, in terms of their their uh, attire. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine let's with go that. with that. Yeah. Let's just say the mummy. If we mean something Middle Eastern, it's totally very the mummy esque, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone there looks like Brandon Fraser. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> but from the mummy. But yeah, you approach her. She has her legs up on the table as she's sitting down. She's very cocky. Uh, the dishes are clean. However, her masked uh, individuals behind her are standing at attention as you approach. Is there a chair next to her? No. Her her legs are up on the table. Mm-hmm. She's got the only chair. Mm-hmm. There's no other chairs you can comfortably. There's one really far away. They've moved away all chairs. She's the only one sitting there. Uh, no, I'm just I'm just making clear what's happening. Oh, for sure. In the visuals of the scene in my oh, mind. Oh yeah. Uh, Junipar would like to approach and uh, walk up onto the other side of the table and right next to her where her feet are. I will just. Uh, Sit on the table. Hello. You're the one who gave the speech. Oh, yes. And uh, from what I hear, you might be the person that uh, the Howling Dark and we need to talk to. Sure. I don't swallow such saccharine sweets as the others. That's understandable. We know where you are from. Do you? Oh, you know who I'm with? Just like everybody else here that I've made very clear. You don't know where I'm from. You don't even know who I am. The f- in fact, every name I'm going to give you, I'll straight tell you, is going to be a lie. This fine. We have dealt with many lies in the past. What is your name? Davra Jasser. Davra, the Helling Dark would very much appreciate your assistance. Good for you all. That's it. You have nothing else, Davra. You have nothing you want. Nothing you need. Why are you here? To intimidate the others. And to what in? To make more money? Yeah. Your capital will be gone if you don't help us. Okay. Everything will be ended. You think I haven't heard this before? I know you have. Threats to me? These are not threats, Davra. These are what is going to happen. What's going to happen? Are you going to say some demon is going to crawl forth from the Underdark and shatter every sort of piece of society that we've had before? You don't think I haven't heard the raving lunacies of an apocalyptic preacher before? Jin, Juniper, what are you even called? It is Juniper now, asshole. See, that's more like it. Stop trying to pretend what you think you should be and just say what you want. What do you want from me? We want your help. 
We want Gizram Dulak. We want a way to meet him. And if you can't provide more than that, that would be more than enough. We need a way to Graven Hollow. Have you dealt with us before? Juniper, you have the eyes of a killer. In fact, I know more about you than you would like to admit. You're good at what you used to do. Well, I did it recently. We did. Don't take nicely to being sold out. Understandably. So what are you going to give us? You know this, Antarum. In exchange for anything you can offer, you can have me. I want my friends back. And I will pay for it. We will pay for it. But this is a... Don't tell Brunor. He's already offered a little bit, but he doesn't understand. Of course. She puts down her legs off the table, and she kind of like snaps. And two of the individuals wearing the uh, scarves put a chair behind you put you down. They put a a full plate of food in front of you and a a new drink. And she leans close. We have you. Services rendered for services offered. If I give you the location of Mandel Dareth and how to reach our contact, you agree to pledge your allegiance to the Zentar as a soldier and nothing more. If we come back alive, the pledge is more than acceptable. One more caveat. We want half of any treasure you find. Personally or for the entire Howling Dark? Entire. We think that that share is probably owed to us, so that is fine. To make sure this offer will stand, I'm going to send, and she's going to snap again, four of my personal guards with you. They're to listen to your command unless it would be anything that I would not do. And then she starts scratching out on a sheet of paper with a piece of black chalk. And she wads it up and hands it over to you, Juniper. Welcome to the Zentarum. Welcome to the Howling Dark. (laughs) No, 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 no. See, that's where you got things wrong. I am not in your group of insane travelers doing something I care nothing about. This, uh... Okay. Because I give a sneeze and you hear like a cow's <laughs> off in the distance. If you'll excuse me, there, uh... No. Sit down. Eastward, 
in the Serban Hills, there is a cave guarded by ones that look like those who will join you from the Zentarum. You'll find a cave that'll lead you to Mantle Dareth. The contact you spoke of, whose name I will not repeat, you tell him, Govaru Pravdu. Govaru Pravdu. 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 We'll work on it on the way there. You should. Half of what you get in treasure, and you are now a soldier of the Zentarum. We'll be watching you, Juniper. Watch all you want. Uh, you wanted to get up at that time then? Sorry. No, I will uh, sit down and uh, after okay. after looking over to see the source of the sneeze, Rastos, making sure that he's not going into a fit of rage or anything, uh, we'll sit down and finish my meal in silence. I want to go back to Sir Lauren. Sir Lauren, do you want to approach the Emerald Enclave again? Or do you want to talk to the Lord's Alliance and anyone else? No, I'm over the Emerald Enclave. Okay. Uh, I think that interaction is kind of refortified where it's like, we're going to kill that lady one day. <laughs> like, that's one person. That's a person. <laughs> this that's, is in your head, that's, right? Yeah, that's an person that's impeding the Duragar from rising up. Like, uh-huh. that person is dead. Yeah. That, that's all I'm thinking. That's fair. I'm trying to sew. Kind of just like mingling, just like, you know, standing there, but like just giving the side eye, like staring, like hard stares, like. Sure. Does anybody else want to talk to any other group? Uh, Rostos, yeah. I'll do the Lord's Alliance. You want to go talk to the Lord's Alliance? Okay. <laughs> but but real quick, how do you, how do you say the dude's name? Uh, so you're going to walk up to Lord uh, Erevin Hond. Erevin Han. Caliban sees him walking up alone and will decide to trail behind him on his shoulder. That's how we started our journey, and I realized that he doesn't have the best manners, so I'll just be right behind Rastos. Sure. Um, As you approach, he is getting his nails filed by one of his halfling servants. Uh, Another one is pouring him wine that he keeps on consuming immediately, and he is also eating the tiniest food there that is being sure. crafted by his own chef that he brought. He's not eating the Gontelgrim food. And he's going to say, why, hello. Hello, uh, Lord. Uh, it is a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Uh, mm, it is uh, not a pleasure of mine to meet oh yours. Oh, my God. Oh, well, uh, good help. Could you, I- could you do me a favor and step back a few paces? Oh, sure. I was just... My cup's a little Maybe empty. Maybe just a little further back. Yeah, how far back you want me? Um, how far back can you get away from me? You smell. Uh, you don't smell, by the way. Uh, I just thought we could have a talk. We can talk. Maybe 15 feet. It's okay, Rastus. I don't know if you can hear me from there. I'm I can hear you whisperer. just fine. If not, one of my servants will tell me what you said. Uh, won't you? Oh, just real quick, before I back up, uh, good help is hard to find. As you can see, mine is passed out. It's not for me. No, well. Do you know who I am? I admire what I see, and I'm wondering Tell if... me what you admire. Oh I love to hear this. Well... 
it's just, I really like how you're doing that over there, you know, and I like this going on. I can't hear you. Well, you had me step back so far. You have to speak up. This is my speaking voice. This is how I talk, Lord. But I love what you're doing. As I'm shaking my head and looking at him with adoration, but I'm, as I think you are a great man, and I like this. as going on over. As you're going, as you like go quieter, he's just gonna start like going back to eating and drinking wine. <laughs> oh, no, oh, sir, you chose Lord. to speak up. Yes, uh, just before I back up all the way, uh, as I was pointing out, a good help is hard for me to find. Uh, I'm wondering, my cup's a little empty. Would you mind at least uh, having one of your servants pour me some wine? No, this is uh, brought here specifically from Waterdeep, just for me. If you want some wine, why don't you go have some of the disgusting, gauntlegrim, uh, trash, garbage, filth that they literally pull from filth on the street and squeeze into a cup that is brown and horrible. How about you have some of that? How do they allow you in here? Uh, because I am the representative of the Lord's Alliance, and guess what? My father gave me this place yeah. right here. <laughs> the place at the table of Gontelgrim? Ah, uh, yes. You own this city, then? <laughs> no, I am a Lord of Waterdeep. Oh, uh, I was there for a little bit. Quite a nice city. Oh, I'm sure that worked out really well for you. <laughs> How did that go? It was fine. Uh, just, as I said, help is hard to find. Okay. Yes, uh, give me one second. And Rastos will uh, tap on Cal- Caliban. Hey, get me some wine real quick. Very well. Thank you. Is it, sorry. Here you go. Here's, here's a glass of the Dornish Red. The Dornish a- Red? <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That's all good. She brings Little it, Game of Thrones shit. Brings it back to me, and I, I'll hold it up ten feet away from him. I'll walk up a couple paces. And, oh, oh, no, no, further back, please. <laughs> I'm just trying to get yeah. to good cheers. Cheers, cheers will work. I don't want your stink upon me. Well, uh, I thought you might have been a man that liked to party. A man that liked fun. <laughs> Do I like to party? Well, I, I don't know. How can you have friends if they're so far away? As I'm drinking the wine next to my uh, buddy over here. I say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Caliban, raise your glass. Let's, uh... Cheers. Yes. <laughs> There's a couple of friends hanging. My father taught me how to party, and he'll stand up, and the servants actually try to put down little pillows where he's stepping. He's like, no! I will party with the underlings. Well, what... Show us how you party. I party like this. And he picks up an oyster shell and just shoots down the oyster. Impressive. Well, uh, let me, uh... Is there, is there just a waiter walking by he's grabbing this off of? No, he it? got his personal chef. His personal chef, okay. It's his personal chef. Rastos looks around. Is there any food around him? Yeah. What? Yeah, uh, there's a, a someone who is delivering a giant steak going right by. They're going to take it to another table, and they're walking right by. You. As they walk by, I go, well, my people taught me this. And I grab it, 
It's not a beef steak, by the way. It's okay. a different. It's like a oh, lizard steak. No, come on. Lizard. No, 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 no. It's it's gonzo. It's gonzo grim. So they're gonna be eating from below. Uh, so it's gonna be like a lizard steak. As, as the lizard steaks walk in, I go. I need this, and I pick it up and go. Well, this is how I learned how to party. Make a Constitution saving Hell throw. Hell yeah, sure. Choke steak. Gonna pull a Dick Cheney. Twenty-four. Wow, the check was twenty. Um, you fucking shove that thing down your throat and you choke a little bit, but you just shove it down there. He said, "Well, I never." <laughs> Uh, and impressed by your ability to party, he is going to grab a couple of oysters and try to throw them down. Let's see how he does with his constitution check. Look Wouldn't at you, you partying know? over there. Portent. Yes. He rolls a seven. Oh my. Before his modifiers. Oh shit. Well, his modifier is a minus three on constitution. Holy fuck, that's so he starts, he starts choking a little bit. <laughs> Uh, a, a lot of it. Can I go help him? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I go help him and give him a good. So yes. Yeah. Like, uh, TJ, uh, roll, roll a. Uh, do you want to do a medicine? Oh, sorry, sorry, Kratz. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, just before he rolls his medicine check, uh, uh, Caliban's horns around the wiring of his glasses they tighten a little bit, almost like his horns are expanding. He gets this spidey sense of a future disturbance. His portent takes over and. He fails to eat the oysters. Yes. He's choking on them. No, Go ahead and make us a uh, medicine or a strength. I don't know how you want to handle this. What are you trying to do? I, I think a, a strength help get it right out of his. Sure. A well, a well placed. Okay. Almost, or sort of like a Heimlich thing. Or I'll do the Heimlich on him. Murder him. I know that's what I'm thinking. Uh, twenty. Uh. Uh, 22. You hit him so hard oh. in the back. He fucking falls on the ground. What doos? And the oysters shoot out of his mouth, but he is now on the like floor prone. He goes, <laughs> and they shoot across. They go, boop, 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 around the room. It's hilarious. I don't know. Fucking bullshit ensues. Whatever, Benny Hill shit you want to do here. But he does say, well, I never. I'm sorry, your lord. I just didn't want to see you. No, you saved Joe. my life. You saved him. Well, you know, partying has its risks. It does. <laughs> well, it seems that although I don't give a shit about these demons, so-called, coming up from the underdog, I do like the cunt of your gym. <laughs> Well, thank you there. I hate this human so much. <laughs> I love him so much. I love this character. And I tell you what. I saw that your friend over there was having a little bit of trouble with the Emerald, Emerald Enclave. Oh, was he? I, I didn't even notice. I was, uh... You wouldn't, because you are inferior. <laughs> yes, uh, I am, uh... So, I will monster. offer you one of two things. Sure. I can pay them off to where you will have something to ride through the underdark for each of you. Or I could give you each 100 gold. I think Maybe you want to talk about it with your party a little bit. I think right. I'm going to eat some more oysters. Oh, I've never had one. Would you mind sharing one? No, I'm okay with that. But thank you for saving my life. Of course. Uh, should I just tell you or your servants what will be a 
a cool thing to You have. may stand within ten feet of me and tell me what you wish. Sure. I'll walk up to uh, Sir Lorne and pull him back for a second. You can talk to the whole party. Mounts, bro. Fucking pick the mounts. Yeah. What are you talking Lizard about? Mount moves yeah. quite fast yeah. through the underdog. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? I was thinking mounts no matter what. Yeah. Piss all the rest of you know. Uh, we have to give half of the money we find to the Shintarum from now on. That's, uh, what? <laughs> Juniper, what happened to Jin? <laughs> what, Jin wouldn't do that, uh... Um, Jin is not here anymore. Jin is, uh... Half of the party loot goes to your friends? Well, we'll talk about it in a little ways. Juniper, uh, we well, know how the Jintarum work, and that we might be able to uh, change that in a little bit. Why don't we just pretend they're getting half and don't tell them the full thing? Well, there's going to be four of them accompanying they us. Will know. Well, uh, again, maybe they won't make it back to the uh, surface. If we're, gonna, if we're actually going to talk about this right now, I'm going, to, I'm going to immediately stop talking and psychically connect with all three of you, and in your minds, just going to be like, we can murder them later. I like killing. It matters not to me. And then in real time, <laughs> Caliban will say, Juniper, we can talk about this later. That's what I thought, that we could talk about this yes, later. Yes, um, but your instincts are correct, and I think for now we just choose the mounts over the gold. Yes, Rastos? Absolutely. My father taught me not to wait very long for another business decision. Oh, Lord, Lord. Uh... Farquad. I have your answer. Uh, we would My love... name is not Lord Farquad. Aravine Hound. <laughs> Thank Aravine you. Hounder. We would love mounts. And what I would love nothing more is, uh, would you ever drink any of the hard stuff? No. And then he's going to snap, and two of the servants are going to go over and talk to the Emerald Enclave. Mm-hmm. And you can see Marista Malkin being like, no, I'm good on that. And then they give her this sack of money, and she's like, holy shit, yes. And she starts nodding and just greedily takes this giant sack of money. That is absurd. <laughs> and he's going to say, well, each of you now have a giant lizard mount not unlike that of your friends. Oh, thank you, Lord. Uh, Why don't you think about what their name is and decide what color you like? Only because you saved my life from that oyster. Of course. Uh, it was a pleasure partying. It uh, was fine, at best. <laughs> I've had better parties. <laughs> you, you've had... Has anyone died at a party, then? Is that the, a oh, good party? Oh, absolutely. If I get bored, we just kill people. Oh, my God. In fights or how? No, oh, in Waterdeep, it's kind of a fucked up place. If you want to see somebody killed, you can go do that. Do they fight for money to die or? Sometimes. That's pretty cool. Uh, hey, maybe I'll, uh, could I try to fight someone at one of your parties sometime? Maybe, as long as you don't make direct contact with me or get this close to me ever again. I'm just... I'm just trying to get an in, man. I'm sure you are. Like everybody else who tries to step on my father's coattails. Oh, uh, your father? I'm looking at you. I don't care about your father. My father <laughs> is a very important man in Waterdeep. 
<laughs> More than you? Of course. No. N- yeah, yes. N- no. No. <laughs> well, then, yeah. Screw your father. But how dare you? I will take back my deal. Surely you don't Rastos. mean that, Rastos. But I mean... Rastos, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... looking at you, friend, and I think you might be the the one with the power. I wear the pants. Yes, I my think so. My father is pantless. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm pantless. And your father's like me, right? You're in control. Terrible. <laughs> Below me, a peasant. Yes, my father is like you. That's what I thought. Smelly, bovine-like. <laughs> oh my God! A slave willing horns? to fight. Horns? Does he have horns? He might as well. Interesting. Listen, I've got to be going. Sure. Well, you enjoy your be night. Be seeing you. <laughs> He's yes. gonna go back. He's gonna sit right down and look at you and just continue drinking. He's pantsless. <laughs> No, he said his father was. I know that's yeah. so good. When he looks at me, kind of do one. As soon as one guy walks by, I look at him and chug a, a, a glass of wine. Yeah, you crush a glass of wine right in front of his face, and he tries to drink his glass of wine. But he's like, and kind of like throws up a little bit, like a pussy who can't drink uh, does. He's also probably still reeling from the oyster in his throat. Yeah, yeah, he's still reeling for that for sure. In case anyone has never tried to like vomit and drink again, it's very hard. All right, moving along. Um, so, the party wraps up. You all have made your connections. Um, anything else you all want to do? Talk to anyone else? Okay. Then um, everything sort of comes to an end, and uh, you all are in the Lord's Hall of Gontelgrim, and uh, King Brunor is going to come up to you. I have Farkas on my shoulder since he's Yeah, he's wasted. wasted. I picked him up in front of the I love Lord. that. Wasted bard. Useless. I love it. And he's going to say, thanks again. You all know the dangers and threats of the world below. And have bought that knowledge with bravery and guile. Even more in diplomacy have you forged the first of the connections that will see the North prepared for what might come. If we survive the coming onslaught, we'll have you to thank. And no dwarf in Gondogram will soon forget it. You all have the courage and conviction of heroes. Aye, I'll even say, uh, remind me of other heroes I've known from a previous life. You're welcome to stay in Gondogram. As long as you like, though, I believe your journey will push you onwards sooner rather than later. Thank you. With that, you all can spend another day in Gontelgrim. Away from the table, if you want to do anything else in terms of buying anything with your gold or whatever, we can do that. We can say that you all went to the market. You all know how I feel about shopping. It's fucking the worst thing in the world. I love it. Yeah, we can do that. Besides, here's the scene we're gonna end with. Above ground, out of the cave that leads to Gontelgrim, comes out four giant lizards. 
each of the member of the Howling Dark riding on it, and they're waddling like little chameleons. Behind them is a retinue that has been sort of co coerced to join them, made up of members of the Zentarum, members of the Lord's Alliance, members of the Order of the Gauntlet, and am I forgetting anything else? Yes. Harper's. Ah, there is a shield giant following Caliban, <laughs> running right alongside a smaller iron giant. He's smaller than the shield giant you saw originally, but he's following along the side. And you all are heading across above ground to the Serban forest to go down into the Underdark once again to battle demonic presence that you all have once before encountered and have volunteered to fight against. Let's fucking go.